0: We've got a fabulous Sherpa review for you today. We have all non.com domains to discuss in the first segment of the review, including two acquisitions, one of which was a non.com acquisition on behalf of an end user. Very interesting case study. We also all learned something new about the .gg domain extension. Plus, one of our Sherpas has a spot on guess on what the other one paid for a domain. Enjoy the show. Hey Sherpa Network, I'm Cass Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and today is a Domain Sherpa review panel. Um, This is the show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We will do the three usual segments to the review. We'll start off learning what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Next, we'll discuss in value an investor-submitted domain name portfolio. And finally, we'll preview some domains going to auction soon at Namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're a good fit for you. Joining us today are three past Sherpas and industry thought leaders. Uh, first, a big hello to Jebediah Burnett, my hero for being here today, Senior Premium Domain Consultant at GoDaddy. How are you doing, Jebediah?
1: Good. Thanks for having me back.
0: Delighted to see you. And Joe Udimi, thanks for being here uh, from NameExperts.com. What's going on?
2: Hey Tess, how are you? Good to be here. Happy to be
0: back. Great to be with your
2: audience again.
0: Thanks, Joe. Yeah, and Josh Schoen, my neighbor from Ultra Domains. How you doing, Josh?
3: Good, good. Uh, Thanks for having me back on.
0: Yeah, delighted. So I moved this past weekend. Did I move closer to you or further away?
3: Ooh, uh, let's see. I think we were pretty close in Arcadia uh now did you move out of arcadia
0: i moved out of arcadia so
3: um, now we're like
0: 10 minutes away
3: ah ah
0: well
3: that's not bad it's all it's all relatively close but yeah yeah yeah. before we were actually pretty close um yeah we were like
0: five minutes away right
3: yeah i I think so
0: yeah Yeah, pretty wild so it's a small world in domains you just gotta cool people yeah yeah pretty cool um Let's, let's jump in. Um, what's new Sherpas? So you're going to share a purchase or sale you've made over the past few weeks, and we get to learn what you paid or received for the domain, why you think it was a good deal or not, and how the negotiations progressed. So just remember, don't say the price um, so that the other folks can guess. Uh, let's see. Joe, you're up
2: first. I am always lucky number one in this segment. I don't know what that's all about,
0: but really
2: <laughs> it's it's funny how it works. But um uh, so the the name is I was a broker on this particular domain and the name is demand.io. Ooh,
0: Ooh demand dot nice. Okay. Yeah. And you so were I was, um to, to,
2: Let me give you a little more information. I'll just give you a little context. I was approached by a buyer who wanted to acquire this domain name. Uh, It was a parked asset
3: that was not being used and that's kind of where I'll leave it. Okay. Now, one question I have, was it an investor or end user that wanted to buy it? Because that'll make the uh, price drastically different. Great
2: question. It was an end user who uh, had me try and negotiate a good fair market value for the asset. Cool.
0: Hmm. Good name. It is a good name. Um, and I know dot are a little different, um, but that's the great thing about being a broker uh, or an investor. You really get to learn different markets along the way, and you don't have to be an absolute expert in it to guess.
1: Sure. <laughs> and if I understand the story correct, you had a end user reach out to you to acquire a non.com domain name. That is correct. That is Mm -hmm. correct. That sounds pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, who goes first? I I think I got a good number on this one.
0: All right, fire away.
1: I think 17.5. I think that I'm not a huge, huge expert in .io. I I have to admit, I don't. Kind of skip to that one a little bit but I think it's definitely low five figures um, but I think about 17.5 would be good okay I like the name though I like the name a lot
0: yeah me too all right what do you think Josh
1: yeah so
3: so yeah so .io is is right in my wheelhouse um, yeah it's an extension I really love and have been uh dealing with it for the past past few years um yeah, it's, it's, uh, as far as .io goes, it's a really good one. Um, definitely fits the bill of, you know, what a top tier .io, uh, would be, um, you know, a short, uh, one word dictionary name. Um, so, you know, noun, verb, uh, multiple uses. So, it, you know, the, the price range can vary on these things, um, could be four figures, could be five figures. The the thing that leads me to believe that it might be higher rather than lower is the fact that you have a guy coming to Joe. Uh, you know, you got to assume the guy has some sort of decent budget um, if he's going to actually hire a broker to to try to uh, uh, buy a name, especially a, a uh, you know not a dot com. So. You know these these things range in in price on the end user side. I'm I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say 25. I'm gonna say he had a pretty healthy budget, and uh, I'm gonna say uh, he was willing to do 25. 25. Grand.
2: Ding 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 ding.
3: <laughs> right on the nose. Right on the I thought 17.5
2: was a good guess, but I got to tell you, you know. It all started, I'll just give you a little more context on the on the, how the pricing came to be. Um, it was a buyer who wasn't sure what the true value of the asset was. Mm. He looked at me for direction. Uh, typically, the way that I value these things would be a percentage of the dot-com value. Uh, so I looked at the value of the dot-com and backed out a fair market valuation on the domain. And really, that's how we were able to make a deal work for both parties. So buyer and seller were happy. Uh, the client got the name that they wanted, and uh,
3: 25000 was the file. Wow. <laughs> All right.
2: Well, <laughs> nice job, away. buddy.
3: Yes. Yeah, man, that to be the uh, first and only time I ever get one exactly right. So. Well, Josh, you have to
2: tell them the truth that you and I spoke five minutes. Exactly.
3: I should have
1: downplayed it a little bit. <laughs> right,
2: exactly. exactly.
1: You get the $100 bill now, though, right? So exactly. knitting it right on the nose. You get the $100 bonus when you go up great. to see Drew or Bob. Perfect. So. I'll put it in the
2: mail for you. Yeah,
3: perfect. And then I'll go out and buy a uh, .io. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's a great, that's a that's good, a good deal. That's
0: was great. seller education involved? Did the seller have a price in mind? Did the seller think it was worth more than 25 grand? How did that work? Uh,
2: the seller was, you know, kind of open to something. I think in their mind, they were looking for something in the lower five range. But once they realized that we had a buyer that, understood the true value of the asset and was going to give them more than anybody else in the market, they realized that it was a good deal for both sides. And um, really that's part of the education process. Um, they're very happy. My buyer is very happy. So again, win-win is what it's all about.
0: Uh, was part of the pricing uh, process also um, looking at any other TLDs or the lack of availability for demand in another TLD? Like demand. My strategy
2: yeah, my strategy, because I do so much in the com space, that's what I base everything off of. Um, so when I go to sell an IO, a co, it doesn't matter what the extension is, it's all based on the value of the comm, because I do so much there that I can, I have my finger on it. I know what sells, what doesn't sell, what the price points are, and I can back it out based on that.
0: I mean, I think it's that standard, that the pricing goes through the, the dot-com relative to that, But if the .co, .ai, everything else is taken, Mm -hmm. and .io is like the only one left, that sometimes um, skews things. Or were they only looking for .io?
2: In this particular instance, the client was only looking for that specific URL. There was no other exercise to try and bring them other inventory. It was, this is the name that we want. Let's try and zero in and see if we can make a deal happen. Uh, the seller was, um, you know, non-responsive to them prior to. They had gone through other oh. channels to try and get the name and were not successful.
0: Um, and so, then they
2: That's correct. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: okay. In- so, you know, I just think it depends. I mean, again, you have a buyer who kind of sets their, you know, we set the expectation for the buyer, but at the end of the day, you know, they're going to set the price. They're going to tell you what they're willing to spend. And if we can make a deal, then we get all parties involved.
0: Yeah. Josh, you said something, I, there's feedback from somebody's microphone on me. I don't know if you know who it is, but
3: hmm. um I'm not sure my room is pretty quiet here. So
0: I can
2: mute let me mute no. mine and see if no, that's no, no, no. it.
3: Well,
0: I'll just keep talking and see what happens. <laughs> um so Josh, you mentioned something that um the the verb and noun um, that is like a secret passion of mine. Um, yeah. le- let's talk about that for a minute. And I don't know, I'm guessing, I don't know, maybe 80 20 of our audience gets it and the other percent doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure which way. Um, let's let, give a couple examples or explain that.
3: Yeah, so, you know, I think if, um, you know, it just comes down to possible uses. Uh, if you have a dictionary word that is both a verb. And a noun, it's it's going to have uh, more applications, more possible uses, applications than if a word is just an adjective or, or just a just a noun or just a verb. Um, so um, the fact that demand in in this case is a verb and a noun and could even be other things. I you know not a uh, wizard uh, with uh, with this stuff, but um, I know it's at least a verb and a noun, and so you have the action of, of demanding something, right? Like I demand you to do something. Uh, That's one possible use. You can make a play off of that. Uh, You have demand as a noun. There is a lot of demand for this product. Um, You know, I I think the more, uh, you know, the more um, different uh, contexts that a word can be used in, um, the more uses there are. and, And, you know, it's not always gonna raise, raise the value, but in this case, demand is a great keyword. So, in this case, you know, kind of the sky was the limit for it. Yeah, but I, I definitely think it's something to look at um, uh, when you're evaluating a specific word.
1: Well, this may be a tough question to answer, Joe, but based on what Joshua just said, if you were the selling agent for that domain name, do you think 25000 would have been a good deal for the seller at that point? Would, do you think you could have maybe gotten... 10, $20,000 more out of it being the seller agent versus the buyer agent. You're on mute.
0: Oh, hold on, I think I can un- Hey, Joe. <laughs> That's tricky, I have buttons where I can press unmute. There oh, we go. There you go. Hey, Joe, you were ah. muted, start again. Yeah. I'm back.
2: <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's a great question. I think it's very hard to answer because, you know, in this case, I was representing the buyer, right? Right. We could always sit here and say the silver lining is, you know, let's look on the flip side. If I was to put myself in the seller's shoes, could I have extracted more? There's always that possibility, right? Right. Um, I think it's, you know, I can't sit here and second guess myself. I feel like, honestly, and not just because I'm here talking to the audience, but I feel like it was a great deal for both sides.
1: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, no, it absolutely I, was. It absolutely was. I
2: don't was. have it as was. much experience in the alternative TLDs as I do with the comms. So, you know, when clients come to me and they need assistance, I'm more than happy to help. Um, I don't want my buyers to overpay, nor do I want my sellers to feel like they're getting jipped. So it's really important to just try and make the match. And I think we did a pretty good job in this case of doing that.
0: It sounds like you did too. And I think in terms of timing, like, when, if you were outbound selling this, uh, I mean, it could have taken years to oh, find someone. Yeah,
2: to make the match, right? So, yes, I think you can say that. That on the sell side, it's a longer sales cycle. But yes, potentially, if we would have, you know, spun the wheels and gone after the end user, maybe we could have gotten them to thirty-five, forty k. Hard to say. Again, you don't really know and take it out there. But
1: yeah, yeah.
2: true.
1: Yeah. goodbye.
0: Yeah, congrats, it's a good sale. Um, okay. Absolutely. All right, Joe, next time you're on, I will not make you first. Jebediah, you're up next.
1: <laughs> it's okay, I'm up. <laughs> I like going second, so we'll just keep it right here.
0: Duly noted.
1: <laughs> uh, so we, I think the last couple times I've been on, it's been sort of a unique extension, either .com, then we went to a .uk, co-UK, um, and I think we're gonna go back to my roots here. We're gonna go with parts.online.
0: Ooh, parts.online. That is a lot of search volume, right? A
1: ton of search volume. So um, I will give a little bit of a backstory on it and make it a little bit fair. Um, it is an investor who bought it. Um, the search term is insane. Um, the opportunity is insane. I think personally, I mean, obviously I'm a big fan of of updated G's. So, um, but I'll say it's an investor. So that'll be fair.
0: Okay. And this was part of the, um, GoDaddy portfolio that you're outbound selling.
1: No, this was actually a Radix premium name. So, um, this is a Radix registry name, um, that was reserved. Um, so still shows there's some great great domain names available through multiple registries um so Mm -hmm. this one
0: and were you outbound selling this on behalf of radix or someone
1: yeah yeah so this is um part of my position here at godaddy is working with the um the new tld registries to work with their platinum level names or their super premium names Um, this is sort of a, um, a name that fell into that category so
0: very cool. All right, guys, what do you think? Um, yeah, Josh.
3: All right. Well, yeah. So this isn't really a space I've uh, dabbled in too much. So I'm just going to be probably throwing out a, a random number. I mean, uh, you know, I know some of these have, have sold for decent amounts. Like, um, was it uh, vacation dot rentals and and home dot loans? Uh, I, I think that's probably all I really have to go off, uh, <laughs> off of, um, as far as like really good uh, new G's that, that span the dot, um, that, you know, make a phrase that have really good search volume. So, uh, you know, those were investor sales, uh, or sorry, those were uh, sales to end users. Um, this is a sale to an investor. So, man, I, I don't know what an investor would pay uh, for something like this, but let's just say, um, Add some vision. Um, saw the potential. Uh, let's say, say twenty thousand bucks. I really don't know though, so I'm gonna be curious to find out. What would you say an end user
1: like if we switched it? Gosh, we
3: switched it. Um, well, I, I personally haven't done any research on the keyword vo- uh, keyword search volume, but you say it's it's pretty high. I mean you you'd think somewhere maybe in the low to mid six figures possibly i mean i guess i'm going based off of those two sales that i saw before but i mean someone who really saw the vision and and uh, you know with plans to build it out um yeah I, i could see someone maybe paying that uh it, it, what I'm saying doesn't come from too much experience. <laughs> Take it all with a grain of salt. There's been
1: a few more than two new TLD sales. Just a few. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I know.
3: Those are like you know, some of the highly publicized, you know, big boys, big hitters that uh, that I I've personally heard about. Yeah. You know, there's there's plenty more. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to say twenty grand, and and we'll see. Mm-hmm. Curious to see what Joe says.
2: It was going to go a lot lower uh, on the investor side. I'm going to say it's going to be at the most 5,000 um, bucks. I did a, and Joe's got a little um, up on you here, Josh. I did a little keyword search volume uh, okay. on this domain when you were chatting. Um, it's actually pretty low. It's about 1300 uniques per month. Um, mm-hmm. a Pretty decent CPC and pretty low competition. So I'm going to say $5,000 uh, as an investor price, uh high end on this, Particular domain, I'd say twenty-two-five at the most for an end user.
0: You sound very
3: confident.
0: Always Can I change
3: my vote now? Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I change my guess?
1: So, an investor with very, very high knowledge of the new TLD market paid twenty-one-five.
0: Wow! Wow! Amazing.
1: Unbelievable. So and this is, um, this is based on, which twofold for me, um, to sort of speak to Joe, um, certain groups of investors are understanding the the value of the the keywords as build outs right now. Um, you know, it, it's been said, Google doesn't care about the extension. So if you're able to build a domain name with content and stuff like that, that's, that's what matters. And so a domain name like this with a marketplace like parts, I mean, it's so generic that anything falls underneath it. So, the opportunity was there to to create something pretty tremendous. Um, on the flip side of that, for me, twenty one five comparatively to what I would have sold that to as an end user, a full full on end user, um, I probably would have put that closer to the two fifty to five hundred thousand dollar mark, um, where I've sold other domain names in that range. Um, I did have interest before um in higher levels they just they didn't work through so um my opinion on this name is that he got a steal on it at 21.5 now i mean a lot of times there's questions about registries and their premium names and their platinum names are they overpriced i didn't think so in this case um what was the ban on it what's that what was the bin on it Uh, there was no ban it's a platinum level name um from radix so it's sort of take offers negotiate through them so they have a set price internally um that they don't always share with us um sure. but if we get there we get there if not then they work with the buyer to get there so got
3: it uh what what
1: type great of price? Um, great price what type What's
3: of uh, renewal uh comes with uh, a standard, standard dot online renewal not a premium nice. renewal. that makes the investment a little a uh, little easier yeah as yeah. well so. yeah nice well yeah awesome sale that's that's great
0: yeah that really is and um are all the radix domains uh premium domains are they standard renewal
1: no no um radix has similar to other registries they have premium names with premium renewals and then they have uh platinum level names with uh what i call platinum level names names usually twenty-five thousand or above um with standard renewals um and actually no. Yeah, this was a this was a platinum name. So,
0: Is there anywhere that an investor could go and look at the list of names held by the registry that are platinum level that they have to negotiate for if they want?
1: Um,
0: what's out there. I don't know if
1: there's a, a published full list um, from Radix that I'm aware of. I, I, I haven't seen that. Um, obviously, with my experience with other registries mm-hmm. like Donuts, I know that they have posted premium names before. They've put out large chunks of their platinum names before, um, especially when they, um, before the merger um, with Rightside, I know Rightside put the, the platinum names out.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but I, I honestly could not tell you if Radix has them out there, but, you know, so they have. To
0: me, like, if there's an investor who wants to learn more about this investment opportunity, they should just call you. Yeah. Talk through what they're interested in, what their experience is, what their budget is, and you 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 guys can work together and see what's in the inventory that might be a good fit.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again, this is I mean, this was one name that that the investor had interest in. I mean, if you're looking for, you know, high high CPC words or high search volume words, those names are available. There's definitely, I mean, the great part about my position at GoDaddy now is I can work with all the registries. And I can work with dot-coms. So if you if that's something specific that you're looking for, there's opportunities in more than just one place.
0: So. All right, nice. Cool. All right, Josh, you're Good up. Guessing,
1: Good. All right. Um, 100 bucks coming out today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. So I'm going to keep it non.com, uh, which I wonder if this will be the first time this uh, What's New Sherpas has ever been all- uh, non-comps. Uh,
0: we'll have to look it up. They might be.
3: Yeah. So so I'm going to go with, with um, the other extension that I invest in uh, a lot, uh, .io. So I'm going to keep it uh, .io like Joe. And um, now th- there's a couple possible domains. Um, I want to see if uh, any of you guys know the price already of feather.io. Did you guys see that one? Um, has it I didn't know. You know it sounds it was a buy? It was a buy. I, I bought it.
2: You bought it. Okay. I, I, I vaguely remember seeing it like two okay. or three months ago. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. But I don't remember the price, to be honest right. with you. So maybe
3: we'll, uh, maybe we'll go with that one. That's uh, fine. I, I, yeah. It would be a stab in the dark for me. I wouldn't. Yeah, sure. Anyway. All right. All right. So, so yeah. So, uh, this was back in late august i want to say uh i acquired purchased feather.io so i like
2: um, feather feather.io i think it's a good name um feather is a noun uh pronounceable word not too hard to spell um there's definitely some upside there um as an investor i'd say you wouldn't spend more than 10k on the name probably your sweet swap sweet spot would be around 7,500. um You know, if it was an end user name again, we could be pushing low to mid five figures. Uh, but I'd say up to 7,500, 10k max for you, and that's the only if you really love the name. And I'm, I think you like the name, I don't know if you love the name, I like it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there are a lot of of connotations to it, it's yeah, you know, um delicate, maybe uh, attentive, detailed, maybe something with ink and writing, um, floating, easy, light, soft, uh, a lot of positive and kind of easy, uh, but a sophisticated easy um, connotations. So could definitely see a business using it down the line. Uh, What do you think?
1: I was actually right in line with Joe. I was thinking 7,500, like right out of my, right when he said it and knowing that he acquired it. Um, but then he said, I like it, I don't love it. So. No, I, 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 I I do love it. I do love it. Okay. Do. <laughs> so, don't, let your,
3: um, don't let that sway your guess though.
1: Okay. Um, I'll, just to change the number, I'd go 7,900. Maybe a little bit more. Um, because you love it now, um, but um, yeah, for for an acquisition, I think that would be sort of the top end of probably where you would have been. I don't know you that that well, but I I can imagine that you're not throwing money away. Um, if you are, let me talk to your garbage guy. You're right. Um, but sure. um, but um, yeah, I'd say like 7,900. Okay. Um, so. So,
3: so I do love the name. Uh, it's probably one of my favorite .io uh, domains that I uh, have right now. Um, but for for me, so so you guys actually guessed uh, quite a bit higher. Um, so I acquired it for, which which is good. I like to hear that actually. Um, I acquired it for just under fifteen hundred bucks. Um, <laughs> wow. I think the price. So, and I can give a little story of, of the name, um, and the purchase, but I think the price in, in us dollars came out to 1,471, uh, exactly. Um, so yeah, so, so right, right in there, I, I felt super comfortable, um, because right, you know, I, I think it's, a uh, has good potential to be a five figure, dot uh, IO, um, you know, great keyword. I, I love the keyword. A lot of companies, uh, are called feather um startups as well as older companies um so so yeah very happy with the purchase price and and i think uh upside's big and and downside is very low, which is always where I like to be uh when I acquire a name um, but yeah so so I can give a little story about how this purchase uh came about um so I noticed that some seller listed the domain at, at CEDO. Um, and I think it was, I think it was make offer if I'm not mistaken, uh, maybe with, uh, with a minimum offer on there. And I, I'm not exactly sure. I think maybe the buy it now. And, and it was in pounds uh, that I think they're over in uh, London, um, I think the buy now was maybe 1,500 pounds or something. If there was a buy now, I can't remember exactly, but I think my first offer I threw out was, and this is all through the CETO platform, not not directly via email. I think I threw out maybe 800 pounds offer and that got countered, I think, with maybe 1,300 pounds and then, I maybe came up to a thousand pounds and he came back at, uh, 1200 pounds. Um, which at the time, the, uh, USD equivalent was just under 1500. And so I actually, you know, I wanted the name for a little cheaper at, you know, looking back, that would have been a fine purchase price. Um, uh, but I think I pushed maybe to hold firm at a thousand and my, uh, my offer got denied, I believe. So then a little time went by and I'm like, man, maybe I should have just, you know, accepted, uh, uh, the offer of 1200. Okay. How
0: much time, like three months or like a week?
3: Oh, like how much time went by? Um, probably like a week. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Probably like a week went by where, um, you know, where, where I could have gotten it for 1200 pounds, but then I didn't, and then I was like, crap, I, I should have. So then what happened, I, I re-engaged, I uh, made an offer of 1,200 pounds. And then what happened was the seller pushed it to auction. And I'm like, crap, I, I could have had it for 1,200 pounds. Now it's going to go to auction. Now other people are going to see it, and the minimum, you know, the minimum bid is, is now 1,200 pounds. And uh, luckily, somehow I, I uh, turned out to be the only bidder. Uh, and it closed at 1,200, so I I got it for 1,200 pounds, and, um, yeah, the uh, USD equivalent was just under 1,500 bucks, and so that's that's how it happened, and I'm, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with the purchase price. I think uh, the upside's pretty big. I love the keyword. One of my favorite .io's I I have right now.
0: Great story,
3: yeah. Yeah, sorry, kind of a (laughs) a long story there, but, uh, yeah. That's what happened.
0: You know, that's how a lot of negotiations go. Um, and it's neat to hear the back end on what people are thinking and why. Because sometimes you just get an email that says no. And then one that says, hey, whatever happened?
3: Yeah. So, yeah. And so I think, um, at least for me, I, you know, I think the most I've ever paid for a.io .io is maybe $2,500. Um, I, I do know that auction prices on, Uh, platforms like park.io for the really good names. um, Investors are paying a lot more than that. I I just personally haven't paid that much because, uh, you know, I think if you need to get rid of it, uh, let's say you need to cash out. I I think once you get up in for as investment, once you get up into the uh, mid to high four figures, I, I think it's tough to, it could be tough to find an investor to, pay you your money back for the name. I think, you know, if you're buying and this is just for me personally, if you're buying in the lower four figures, I think it's a little easier. And to me, that really limits the downside and makes liquidity uh, easier. So that's, you know, my sweet spot for the, the best names. I, I like buying, if I'm going to pay up, I like buying in the 1000 to $2,500 range. I'm not opposed to paying higher. You know, if it's a bang on keyword um, but that's kind of where I like to buy it for .io.
0: Oh, great. So now they know what to guess every other time. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, it could be lower. It could be higher. You never know.
0: <laughs> nice. That's a good, good, good buy. Good for right. you. Um, before we jump into, deme- uh, no, we're not going to domains, going to auction. Um, we're going to go into the investor um, review, Um Karen sent us a really good list. She spent a lot of time looking it over and coming up with what to send in. Um, But first, let me tell you about our advertisers who support us in this mission to educate people in the domain community. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. All right. In the domain portfolio review, we take user submitted domain name portfolios and provide honest and constructive feedback mm-hmm. to the owners so they can either cut their losses, continue to hold them long term or figure out a sales strategy going forward. So Karen S. sent over this list. Um, it's uh, about uh, 23 domains, I believe. And Josh, you are up first. What do you yeah, thoughts here?
3: Yeah, let's see. So prior to the taping, I, uh, you know, looked over this list, uh, and you know, I, I don't know, I, uh, I don't like to be harsh, uh, at, at all, but you know, I don't like personally like that much on this list. Uh, unfortunately, um, I think there's a lot of names on here that, you know, are, are keyword based, but a lot of them don't really make that much sense. Um, you know, when you're putting two keywords together, uh, usually you want it to make, make sense. You want it to either be a phrase or just two really good words together, like, um, you know, like, like, uh, blue panda or something, you know, uh, I, I you know, looking at this list, like, uh, burgersfirst.com, you know, there, there could, that could be good for maybe a burger chain, but I, I think when you really have to stretch to think about who could possibly use this name and what it could be used for. I think that's where you get in trouble. Um, you know, fab facial, uh, actually to me isn't too bad. Uh, you know, maybe that has some potential for a, a day spa or something that offers facials. Fab is a, is a good keyword to come first. Um, when you're pairing two keywords together you know, short for fabulous, uh, let's see. What else do I like on here or dislike? Let's see. Um, yeah, those are a couple that stood out to me, you know, names like wepackall.com just, it doesn't really make sense to me. I'm, I'm not sure who would use it. Um, ready to reel again. I, I think that's a stretch, you know, maybe it could be used in fishing, but who's really going to pay that much for it? Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't love the list, uh, unfortunately. There's not too much on here I would personally buy or, or hang on to. Um,
0: okay. What would you, you list Fab Facial for, like a bin price?
3: Uh, what would I list it at mm-hmm. if I was going to sell it? Um, I haven't done any prior research to see how many you know, possible end users or how much actual usage it has in the marketplace, but you know, to me that could be a low four-figure ask maybe. Um, you know, I could see, but then again, a lot of day spas are you know and and people that offer facials are are smaller mom and pop businesses, so they might not be willing to pay that much mm-hmm. so maybe I'd ask you know high four uh high three low four for a name like that. It is catchy, I like the alliteration i I love um you know names that have alliteration, I think they're catchy and and make good brands, but um, the usage on the name isn't that high or, or wide, so I think that limits potential a little bit, but, you know, at, at least there, that's that's one on the list that I don't dislike a lot.
0: Okay, thanks, yeah. thanks, Josh.
3: But, uh, curious to see what the other guys think. All
0: right. Joe, what stands out to you?
2: Uh, nothing. I know that I'm just kidding. Uh, There there are two names on here that I think are, you know, might hold a little bit of value. But when I say a little bit of value, we're talking sub 5k at the most Ski Inc, uh, which is on the second page, S-K-I-I-N-C. I I think that's a good brandable uh, for a company that sells skiing equipment. Um, There are a lot of companies out there trading under or called Ski Inc or have Ski Inc in their name. So I think that that's something that could potentially be sellable. Uh, the other one uh, I like on this list is Shoptions, um, which I think is a brandable, you know, it's a little bit hard to pronounce, but there's a little bit of brand appeal there. Um, you know, you could make the case that there might be some end user that would see appeal and upside and want to buy something like that. You know, everything mm-hmm. else on here, I would tell the owner, you know, these are just not good investments, at least in my personal opinion you know, what is your end user game? Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to build a portfolio that you could eventually sell? In which case, I think you need to reevaluate your position and um, pay a little bit more attention to the Sherpa network to find out what makes a good domain name. Um, So those are the only two that I personally like in this list. Um, You know, I, I think there's a lot of room for improvement and I think there's a bunch of names that could easily be dropped out of this list.
0: Thanks. Yeah, that's, that's a good summary. Um, Je- uh, Jebediah, what are your thoughts?
1: You do this a lot to me, Tess. Like I'm, I'm like Joshua. I don't like to be mean, but uh, are you saying I'm mean? No, no. no so with ski, uh, just ski ink, I liked ski ink. It, it caught my attention. Um, I'm never a fan of uh, double vowels ever. Um, I know it's, it's a unique case because it's ski and it's ink, but um, if I'm, and again, I'm obviously biased towards, you know, updated extensions, but if I'm going to do a, an ink, like ski ink where I have a double vowel, I would probably encourage my, my client to look at ski dot ink or, or something like that, but that, that's me. The rest of the list, when I started looking at the domain names and sort of looking up the domain names, I kind of got the impression that the the registrations were based on brand's products. Um, If you do a search for the names, a lot of them sort of pull up as a product of another brand. Um, And that scares me because you get one end user per name. Um, And so if you can't get that buyer to, or that brand to buy their, their product name. um, And they haven't made a play to get that product name. um, It's going to be a difficult sledding for you on on a portfolio of names built that way. Um, Fab Facial caught my attention as well, but then I did a search for Fab Facial and one company shows up all over the board. um, And it's actually called Fab Facial First Aid Cream or something like that um, by another product um eggs first i thought was kind of interesting just like unique but it's eggs first i think it had something to do with um issues um so um far in a way from probably all the other reviews i've done i would say cut bait on the on the list um it re refocus like joe said maybe maybe watch a couple of past shrippas, listen to drew listen to mike listen to just different panels and, and Maybe rethink what we're what you're trying to achieve. Who your buyers are. Um, open your buyers up. Maybe buy less names but better names. Um, I'm not sure the position that you're in, um, but you know I think most of us are firm believers. Spend a little bit more n- money on a better name than um, you know. Quality over quantity um, is is going to be more beneficial in the long run. Um, so yeah, to be kind of the mean one on today's panel, I I wouldn't keep any of it. I, I just don't see a big enough return on on any of them so
0: hey it takes a lot of heart to not be the nice guy sometimes i still love
1: you though whoever sent it in (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's not like being me it's just focus you got to focus and you gotta you know it's domain investing is not just grab stuff that drops it's you know there's got to be work to it so
0: yeah and um you don't want to get sued either i mean none of us are lawyers or given legal advice but don't base a portfolio on what a bunch of other companies probably have trademarks and lawyers. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, you know, that's, that, that's, that's a big problem. I think another thing to say is, you know, imagine if you had to sit down and tell your friends why someone is going to come along and buy poisongift.com yeah. <laughs> uh, or why someone is going to buy, you know, cheap locale.com. Uh, even something like iced fruities. It's like, okay, how am I going to sell those online?
2: Right. Yeah, we say, we say it all the time that if, you know, if you need to explain mm-hmm. what, why your domain is valuable, then it really just doesn't hold any value. You should never have to explain your name should automatically tell the whole story right away. Right. And and that's, that's how we build a foundation. That's what it's, that's what we preach every single day. And you know, so. Really, that's as far as I'm concerned, that's what it's all about. That's the foundation of the
0: brand. Yeah. And you can take that in practice. Like, I look at demand.io and instantly uh, I see all these different billboards in my head. And parts.online, I already see scrolling through all the auto parts. Feather.io, I don't instantly see what they're going to do with it, but I do see what their commercial is going to feel like, you know? Um, and that's, that's important. And also whether it's a phrase or try to put it in a sentence like, Hey, I'm going to run by, um, you know, I'm going to spend some time on parts.online to see what I need or yeah, I'll be over. I just have to stop at Starbucks and at demand.io. You can hear that. Whereas, you know, burgers first kind of like, I've never heard anybody say that phrase or it doesn't sound like a, bur- a burger joint doesn't sound like burgers first, Um, you know. Yeah,
3: they're they're all, you know, they're all stretches. Um, And another point I want to make that I forgot to touch on is, I I went to a bunch of these domain names uh, before the the taping, and it didn't seem like really any of them had for sale landers on them. Uh, You know, I I don't think with these names in particular, they're going to be getting that much uh, direct type in traffic to them. So it might not matter, but just as a general practice, you know, any names that you're, you're buying as investment that you actually have a desire to resell, you know, you should probably throw up uh, a way for people to contact you. Um, you could just throw up a page that has your email on it, um, on the domain name, or you could put up a Lander, you know, whether it's a FD Lander or uni or a damn.com. I mean, if you really want to sell these names, you should have, uh, a way for people to get in in contact with you. I think some of them that I visited just went to a CEDO parked page, but it didn't even have like the, this is, this name is for sale, uh, hyperlink on it. So, um, yeah, I think she probably, you know, might not be necessary for these because I think these names, she should probably drop most of them and, and, you know, kind of, kind of start over, but yeah, general practice, it's a good idea to, um, to, to
1: do. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Can I, oh. can I touch on that just I think Joshua, I mean, yeah, granted these names are probably not going to get any type in traffic, but maybe one. Yeah. You never you know, know. It's you for never sale. Know. And they have no, you know, it, it is such a unique, you know, unique name or or absolutely a brandable name that the one person that may be looking for that if they go to it and they realize that it's not for sale, it is such a sort of out there word, like burgers first, for example. That, well, let's just be first burgers. Like yeah. they'll they'll switch it and they'll find something that they do see is available, for either for sale or available to register. So, mm-hmm. always make sure that if you're if you're selling your domain names, that there's an easy way for people to yeah well,
3: yeah yeah totally. I'd, I'd agree, and also to uh, to touch on that, I, I think you know if there are a ton of alternatives for just to piggyback on what you were saying, if there's a ton of alternatives for specific names, um, that's where you get in trouble too. Like, you know, take a name like, uh, like I was saying earlier, like bluerocket.com. Um, if you were to switch it, rocketblue.com, that's completely different. There's, there's not really any other alternatives. Even if you did bluerockets.com, that's a different brand. But like you were saying, for burgers first, you know, maybe first burgers would be a equally good brand um, or burger first without, uh, you know, burger being singular rather than plural. So when looking to invest in in names, especially like two word or three word names like this, um, try to pick names that don't really have that many alternatives because if there are a ton of different alternatives, you're just giving uh, potential buyers or that one person that might be interested in the name You're not giving them a reason to pay up for your name if they can just go out and hand rag 10 other variations and run with them.
0: That's true. And, um, you know, not that you want to be um, buying domains because someone already, like, I looked up a lunch pit. I'm like, what is that? And there is, I wonder, you know, I certainly hope that, that she came up with that idea on her own, but there is a place with 57 likes on Facebook called lunch pit. Guess what? Places that have 57 likes are never going to be able to pay you for the domain name. And they're just as happy with their Facebook at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, And So number one, you you know, what I said before, you don't want to be buying from, you know, names that are likely trademarked or in use, especially like you said, Jebediah, by only one end user. But in addition, the domains that you buy in general, you want to envision either or both a lot more than just one buyer and also someone who's going to make hundreds of thousands of dollars off this website or they're not going to pay you one thousand dollars for this domain name you know they have to develop a product or service develop a website develop a marketing plan and have a domain name so um uh you know it's something that is never like maybe poison gift i don't know if that was like a gag gift or something How many of those are they going to sell? Is that going to go national or global? Never. So if they're going to make 50 bucks a month off of a website that they have to invest thousands to build, they're not going to pay more than $10 for the domain that goes with that, you know, Um, so thinking it through that way
3: yeah that's uh that almost seems like a step up from like the uh, glitter bomb presence that you can yeah. know to like your enemies <laughs> so, so you'd <laughs>
0: rather I send you a poison yeah. gift than a Yeah, gift. it's
3: like, okay, well uh, let's let's take it up a notch. Let's get yeah. a little more nasty. Let's send poison.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, Duly noted uh, neighbor <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> you know
3: with with that name poisongifts.com, I mean there's alternatives again, it's a it's a stretch.
0: Yeah, even the glitter bomb place wasn't called Glitterbomb.com, right?
3: Yeah, I, I don't Although even none
0: know. of us remember what it was called.
3: I mean, I've, I've sent
1: a lot of them out, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. But, uh, is that you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And actually, t- if, if I can piggyback on something Joe said a little bit, just for ease of explanation, like when I'm working with end users that may not know um, or domain investors who are getting started, um, like Joe was saying, if you have to explain the domain name, like it's, it's not a good choice, but I actually simple it make it simpler than that I just say it's like a good joke if you have to explain a joke it's not good anymore and so they they sort of, people understand that and that has to be true with domain age. if you have to explain it, your end market is just not big enough and it cut bait so yeah
0: that's a, you know that's a good comparison to a good joke and like um, I think funny. we can all relate. Although, I never tell jokes that need to be explained. Um, All right, and Karen, thank you very much for sending this in. You know, it takes a lot of courage to send it in and to hear um, some challenging feedback, but it really is a challenge to you because clearly you've come this far. You are interested in um, learning and growing and that's where you're gonna get somewhere. So um, I really hope that the review has been helpful to you. And that we keep in touch, you know, maybe um, we'll meet up at uh, NamesCon in January, or um, definitely keep in touch and, you know, send us a list a year from now and let's see how things have developed for you. Because this is, in a lot of ways, a typical new investor portfolio. So, um, you know, you gotta start somewhere. So before we jump into domains going to auction soon, I'll tell you about our advertisers who support us in our educational mission.
1: FT was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E F T Y. FT.com.
0: So we'll move on to the marketplace list. This segment is sponsored by NameJet. We're reviewing domain names heading to auction soon. If you like one of the names below, you do need to click through pretty soon because once the auction begins, you lose your chance not only to bid, but even just to watch. Um, they're not commission links, we, uh, you know, but they do want to know what kind of traffic we're sending. So for transparency, uh, no one owns or is broking, brokering any of these names, right? Correct. All righty. Um, so Jebediah, you are up first. What are your thoughts on this list?
1: It's the the new TLDs in me. There's so many names on here that have updated extensions available. So Pot Service, Safari Guides, Social Evolution, um, Clubber's Guide, um, which I guess in turn means I like those names. Um, I like... Uh, i like pot service obviously cannabis is is cannabis it's a market that's growing and it's there live games is huge i really like that name there's been a lot of um both public and non-public sales for um, games related domains um you know obviously dot games plus um not dot games so I, i like that i think that's a great name um Those were probably the two that really stuck out to me that I liked. Um, you know, Assassins is a cool name, but it, it's a gaming name, so it kind of falls into or I think it's a gaming name, fall into gaming. But. Probably, yeah.
0: Um, do you think but, yeah. the Assassins will send poison gifts?
1: What's that? <laughs> yes, there you go. You can do a joint purchase, buy those together. <laughs> uh, it's short-lived business, but hey. <laughs>
0: short-lived. Yeah. Uh, uh Um,
1: domains are funny domains can be funny yeah Um, so do you have
0: thoughts on what you would pay or what you think they'll go for the the two that you really had your eye on
1: um i think pot service might go for 500 ish probably not too much but i like the name um live games i think should be in low five figures 10 15 maybe more um, there's there are significant market comps right now for a name like that. That if you can get in at twenty twenty five thousand, um, that's a good investment in my opinion. Um, so um, I could see it going for that. Um, okay. Clubbers guide probably same thing around five hundred five hundred.
0: I see. I put a typo in what I sent you, gentlemen. CraftFairs.com. I went through and tried to capitalize it, but I put a G, uh, so it's Craft Fairs, which are pretty popular across America yeah. or globally or whatever. Um, so, so there's that one.
3: Um,
0: all right, uh, Josh, what are your thoughts here?
3: All right, so yeah, there's there's some good names on this list. I um, I like I like Pavilion. Uh, my only pavilion.com, my only hesitation with that name is that there's two spellings of pavilion, uh, 1L and 2L. So with names like that, it kind of lessens my interest a little bit because I feel like, um, you know, for, for now here's the thing. It it doesn't, like for me, I, I wouldn't be the end user on that name. So it's not really going to matter for me to, to own both names, but I, I feel like for a brand, um, an end user that's going to come along and buy those names, they it would probably be wise to have both spellings, one um, L and two Ls. Now there there are probably go there's probably going to be demand for both names from end users, so it's it's fine. It you know it could still make a, a fine investment, um, but I do like to think of it um, from the end user's point of view or possible point of view. So um yeah that it's a good name it's just the two spellings thing is you know can be a little iffy sometimes uh i i like i like so ionizers i like um as opposed to electricscooter.com which i think would be better as a plural electricscooters.com if if someone's going to be starting up a e uh, e-commerce store selling electric scooters i think they'd probably want electricscooters.com not the not the uh, singular, um, whereas ionizers.com, I like that. If you're in the business selling ionizers, it's a thing that they put in like um, air purifiers to help purify the air. Um, I like that. If you're going to be starting up a business to sell ionizers, that's the the bang on exact match um, uh, keyword right there. Um, craft fairs is, is cool. I mean, there's tons of craft fairs all over. That's kind of the uh, name that seems like a build out to me. Like you'd, you'd actually need to build that one out to to really get uh, some good value from it. Um, yeah, same with Safari Guides. That's uh, that's ripe for uh, for being a directory of Safari Guides. Um, yeah, some, some good names on here. Assassins is cool. I am uh, like Joe, or sorry, uh, um, like Jebediah. He was probably thinking of Assassin's Creed. Uh, it's probably why gaming came to mind. Um, that's what comes to mind for me, uh, for me too. Yeah. Cool name. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a decent list and, uh, I'll leave, leave some for, for Joe too.
0: Thanks, Josh. Hi, Joe. What do you think?
3: Uh, you know, I really liked fun, but
2: obviously we had to take that off of our list. So, um, (laughs) On here, there are two names that stick out to me. Um, Electric Scooter, uh, would it surprise you to know that there's about 246,000 local searches per month around that keyword. Uh, that's on the singular. That's not on the plural. The plural gets about 33,000 per month. So, you know, the singular, in my opinion, has more value here. There's also significantly high competition around the keyword, a very good calls per click. I'd say that's the best name on the list. I'm not a huge fan of two-word.coms, but you know, looking at search volume, that would probably be my number one choice. I like Ionizers. I think it's a good product name. Uh, 40000 bucks. I wouldn't go any higher than that. I think that's a good fair market value for that domain name. Uh, live Games is also catchy and brandable. Uh, the game space is huge. Um, as you may or may not know, there's a lot of trading being done right now around the .gg extension, uh, which is heavily involved on live games. So you know, I think that there's some value there as well. But, you know, all in all, I don't love all the names on this list. I'd say those are my top three. Um, you know, we could nitpick and look at some other ones as well. But for the most part, Ionizers, Live Games, and Electric scooter. Thanks,
0: Whoops. guys. What,
2: what did you say about .gg? Um, the .gg extension is really, so it's something that I recently learned as well uh, from another one of my colleagues in the space. But Gaming is very large, and a lot of these larger companies that are really into gaming have gone after the .gg extension um, because it has something to do with, I don't know, if it's got games or th- there's some kind of significance there, um, which I found to be very interesting. But the game space is huge. I mean, it's only growing uh, daily. Uh, people continue to game, including my children, uh, which I would prefer that they don't do. But anyway, I digress. Um, You know, I I would say that it is a pretty good name. I don't like it as much as the other two on the list.
0: And what did you mean about a lot of trading, a lot of domain trading, business trading?
2: Businesses. So so these are businesses like, um, you know, some of your larger players that have always been about their own brand are now going out and securing these additional .gg extension domains that are related to their brand or just related to a segment within their brand, um, tapping into that gaming side
0: interesting okay
3: um like um, i have a question for joe yeah um, joe what so you know oneword.com seemed to be your your wheelhouse um your bread and butter what are your thoughts on pavilion.com um and the two spellings thing uh i think you bring up a great point
2: i kind of um decided to stay away from that domain because i had some experience uh marketing that asset for the owner in the past So I just didn't really want to go there. But for the most part, it's an okay name. I think the biggest biggest problem with that, you hit the nail on the head, Josh, is the double spelling, right? It's very confusing to people. If you're truly trying to build a brand around Pavilion, you really need to own both of those extensions because half of your audience will easily navigate to the incorrect spelling
0: in this case. Sure. Okay, so I just read everything I could in that amount of time. So GG um, in actual usage is usually referencing good game, which is what people say at the end of a multiplayer video game. Um, and uh, a big thing on Discord in particular, discord.gg. Um, and the .gg uh, TLD itself is actually for the country of, no, it's the Bailwick of, Guernsey, which is off of the English Channel near the French coast, a self governing British camp crown dependency known for its beach resorts. Um, and um, it is commonly known used, dot gg is commonly used for video games and esports websites. Um, so, and they do have co dot gg, net dot gg, org so a lot like, um, you know, since they're so um, uh, connected to England, a lot like the the British usages. And, uh, so, uh, interesting.
3: Pretty, it's pretty cool when you see, you know, a seemingly random, uh, CCTLD get adopted for, for, you know, something like this, like a, uh, e-sports or, that's uh, pretty neat because it, um, you know, not just from a domain investor's point of view. Well, from a domain investor's point of view, maybe that creates some sort of market, but I don't know, it's just, it's kind of neat.
0: Yeah. Well, it's and good for
3: see, the brand,
0: right? Oh, it it's came from the common usage. If everybody's commonly saying GG, 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 everybody knows that term. And you know, that's kind of neat. Um, and if you go to the Wikipedia page, they list, you know, the the top, I assume, cause it just says popular.gg examples. Um, very cool. Huh. Learn something new every day. Um, yeah,
3: thanks for uh, sharing. Oh, one name we didn't uh, actually hit on. Nobody mentioned was uh Myanmar.com the country. Um, I don't love it.
2: Um, you know, I think it's such a small country and there's, you know, really, it, I, I look at it this way, you know, how many people are actually typing in Myanmar, right? I, I just don't think that you're getting that much search. You know, if you want to go somewhere like that, um, you'll, you'll do your diligence and you won't go directly to the website of Myanmar. You'll, you'll find other locations to do research and get the information that you need. That's my personal opinion.
0: Well, plus it not only is it a tiny country, but it also goes by Burma. So yeah,
3: multiple names, right? Computers. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah.
3: There, there is some tourism, I believe. I, uh, almost went there when I did a, uh, Southeast Asia, uh, trip with a, a friend. We were thinking about going there. Um, so I, I know there is some sort of tourism there. Maybe there could be a tourism play. But again, yeah, like, like Joe said, I don't think it's, it's, it's not like Thailand.com or Vietnam.com where those are just, you know, places where, where people go, um, uh, you know, a lot when they're going to Southeast Asia. But it um, would be
0: really yeah. um, cool to own the domain of a whole
1: country. <laughs> that would be cool. Uh,
0: um, I, I have a few there.
1: of those, by the way.
0: Oh really? Personally?
1: No, not my, the name find portfolio. We have a few of those.
0: Would would you care to share? I'd have to
1: look them up again, but we have we have a few. You could reach out to me, jebediah at godaddy.com. Oh, all
0: right. Jebediah at Godaddy. I'll send you
1: the names. You can talk about them more.
0: Cool. Okay, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, this was a good show, guys. Thank you. Um uh shout outs, what's going on? Um, brokering opportunities you're looking for. Uh, new things, new developments. Uh, Jebediah, no, just kidding. Joe, you're up first. What's going on? Great. Uh,
2: I'm always happy to help my clients out uh, with the buy side. The buy side is really my passion, helping clients negotiate fair market valuations for domain names. Uh, So feel free to check out nameexperts.com at your earliest convenience and drop me a line. I'll be more than happy to further assist if I can. Thanks, Joe. Thank you.
0: How about you, Jebediah?
1: What Joe said, just don't find me at nameexperts.com. So, no, it's, um, you know, we've, it's been great. Like, we're going on like seven months now with, uh, with GoDaddy, and I'm excited about where everything's going. Um, it's great going through and finding stuff that we have um, that we didn't even really realize we had. So, same sort of thing. If you're looking for one word.coms or unique opportunities, just reach out. We're happy to um, either assist in what we have, or you know, work with people like Joe or Joshua to locate what you're looking for and and get it for you. So, just um, Jebediah at godaddy.com. com.
0: So. Good. Thanks, Jebediah. How about you, Josh? Uh,
3: let's see. Um, yeah, not too not too much going on on my end. Uh, you know, I don't do uh, too too much brokering you know, occasionally help someone buy a name or, or sell a name, but you know, I'm just, just buying, uh, buying and selling, uh, for myself personally, sometimes partnering up with, uh, with other investors, uh, to get deals done. But you know, my, uh, what I'm mainly buying and selling is .com, .io, and, and .co. I don't really deal with, with too much else. Um, but yeah, I'm always looking to buy names. Um, you know, especially one word .coms. Uh, love them. Uh, if you ever need to get rid of one, anybody ever needs to get rid of one, email me, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Josh at ultra domains.com. Uh, feel free to send them. I'll probably get a bunch of uh list garbage coming my way soon. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty typical, but no, not too much else going on here. Uh, yeah. So that's, well, about sometimes
0: that's a good thing. Yeah. And yeah. actually I have a question. Do you prefer Joshua?
3: Um, either way, Joshua, Josh. I mean, you know, I kind of started going with Joshua in a professional, you know, business setting, just because it rolls off the tongue better with my last name. Um, But yeah, most people call me Josh, but I'm not opposed to Joshua either. I'll I'll look over my shoulder and answer to both.
0: All right. Good to know. Good to know. Um, I have had a busy couple of weeks setting up for media options um, with Sean Markey, I don't know if you guys read or saw any of that, um, but Sean Markey is an SEO expert who's partnered up with Media Options for a new newsletter of domains at auction that have SEO authority. So it's been quite the process getting it all set up and I'm excited to roll it out of my uh, arena and uh, just over to him. Um, but it's kept me busy and entertained. That newsletter is hilarious. Sean is hilarious. And he's an SEO slash SEM guy and his initials are SEM. Um, Uh, it was meant to be. I know, right?
3: (laughs) Um, Now he just needs to buy SEM.com and he'll be all set. Well,
0: he has the LinkedIn username of like, I don't know what it is, like LinkedIn slash user or whatever the standard is. And right. like, I'm all proud of myself, but I have Test Diaz. No, he has SEM. And oh, the crazy wow. thing is he didn't get it like 16 years ago either. He got it like a year ago.
3: Wow. So. Impressive. That itself could probably have some value to uh, some marketing companies or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, who knows? Yeah. But it's been a good show guys. Um, Thank you. Thank you so much for dealing with our scheduling issues, my internet line getting cut, and uh, Rosh Hashana was busy for all. So um, thanks, guys. See you all next time. All
2: right. Thanks. Thanks Thanks
0: for having me. Bye. Bye, guys.
2: Bye. See you, Jeff.